Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Titan AE. I watched the second half of Titan AE. And this is the, the other, other half. half. Cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> what about them? Aren't they weird? They're wacky. You know, you, can, you know. Some people say that it's harder to make a cartoon movie because there's no limitations. Mm-hmm. And it's harder to know where to put the camera up because you could do anything with That's it. Right. That's now, right. Now, what if I told you you can mix cartoons mm. and uh-huh. 3D? What? Computer generated graphics. Uh huh. What, what would you think about that? I'd, I'd probably say that unless you had the technology and skill, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Why are we talking about cartoons and having skill to do something? <laughs> well, slash we're talking budget. about we're talking about uh, Bluth's last animated full length movie. Oh, this is the last one. This was the last one he ever made. He's still alive. He just hasn't made another oh, one. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, poor guy. No, but, no, no. He just hasn't done anything. This, he just hasn't. Probably because this movie was a humongous flop. Wow. Um, yeah. This is a Titan AE. A Titan. Of hand-drawn <laughs> animation, I know Bluth was. He made Land yes. Before Time and American Tale and the bad ones too. Did he make the Rescuers? How dare you? That's a Disney movie. But he wasn't he. He worked on Disney movies, didn't he? He did. He worked on uh, Pete's Dragon. That was it. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking like way early back. Okay, for yes. some reason I was just like okay. Uh, but he also did Anastasia. He did Anastasia, which I think is probably his best known like break off. That thing. was made into a. That was made into a musical recently. Yeah. Uh, he's made not good movies is what you're saying <laughs> is Anastasia not good it's I, fine everyone says it's good it's I, fine I, yeah honestly i looked at his imdb page mm. and it like looked at his you like, got you got rock doodle yeah you got oh what's another one <laughs> thumbelina oh yeah oh, remember man. thumbelina you've got a troll in central park i think <sighs> that's the name of the movie i yeah. tried watching phelan and i tried watching that and it was just like oh my god it's like you know you forget how bad that movie is until you watch it as an adult. Oh, it man. is straight up awful. It's funny how you don't think about like bad, like bad kids movies. Yeah, because you're always like you have a, like that that little nostalgia over it, and you're always mm. like, "Well, it was a fun." I remember having fun watching that. The Penguin and the Pebble. Yeah. Oh, I remember the Penguin. And the there Pebble. you go. That's another Bluth movie, I believe. Oh man. Uh. So, but I think that the thing that I like about Bluth, like probably his favorite movie, probably my favorite movie, and one of the the, the one that really got him started was American Tale. Yes. Uh, American Tale, it's a lot of fun, and I think it works really well, because one thing Bluth does a lot is, you know, so, I don't know if people know what rotoscoping is, but that's the, the that's, Bakshi did it too back in the day, but he did it to more of an effect of, like, trying to make, try, he did it to, like, an effect that worked, where what you do is, is you, you record on, like, like, on film yep. an actor, and then you literally draw over their performance, uh. which Disney does a similar thing. They do like they do reference animation, but it's really more to get like the anatomy down. They don't actually copy the movement one for one. Oh yes, that's what like I think Dragon's Lair was like a big one on that. I forgot Dragon's Lair or somebody. Dragon's Lair was Bluth, but mm-hmm. I even feel like Dragon's Lair is way more cartoony than this one is. Because oh I, yes, and I know that this one's more grounded. This is more in the vein of like your atlantis which is yeah that's why i got i got big atlantis vibes from this but atlantis is so much better i fucking love atlantis yeah i haven't seen atlantis so so i don't know if it's good or not but what are you gonna say um yeah man this the combination of trying to make the backgrounds like cg Mm -hmm. and then the animation just does not work at all no like if it's just animation mm-hmm. looks okay yeah i, yeah. I won't even say that anim- honestly 2d animation not that great i agree part. i agree though i think the alien characters look great oh like, i thought they looked like shit really? i was just gonna comment about how bad the design of the alien characters. really were. i hated the human characters i thought they looked like shit i thought they did too but it's a human but i thought like i guess maybe the creative designs behind the aliens you know what the fact that you could do anything i they just look boring <laughs> Well, they you didn't like bo- you didn't like uh uh kangaroo lady voiced Can- by Janine Garofalo. It looked like Slash's Crumb banged a kangaroo, <laughs> and then like its legs like demorphed to be even bigger. When I first saw her legs, I was like, "What the, the- fuck?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so alarming. And then you got you got that weird ass character that looks yeah. like so absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have Turtle Turtle Man. Guy, and voiced Turtle- by John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, yeah. who plays basically what he plays in any crazy role in the early 2000s <laughs> yeah. late 90s yeah yeah yeah. where he's just making noises and that's about it okay so the other movie you could relate this to is treasure planet yes Wait, did you watch treasure planet? i did watch Treasure Planet. i remember liking it a lot i remember liking it a lot too i haven't been i haven't seen it in it's all right ages. there's some 
weird musical choices. But that's the other thing about this movie. The music <laughs> in it fucking sucks. Oh my god! Holy shit. I was gonna say weird musical of choices. Of its time, oh yeah, of its time and bad. Like, <laughs> that, dude, all music from the early millennia is shit. I would say there's this, the Spice Girls was fine. It's not good. It's better than this. <laughs> Spice World had okay music, but then yeah. again, you're basing it off of that, so you'd hope it'd be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, what else did you want to say about this movie? Uh, look, I, the plot? who's the other? Who's the other character? We got. Um, we got. Okay, we got Kale, which is an awful name for a main character. Yeah, just one of like, the most boring character designs I've ever seen. So he tastes just like Kale. Like looks, he's basically just seriously. boring, and he looks just like uh, fuck. Isn't his name Dimitri or whatever from uh, Anastasia? He's just yes, like he does. The, yeah, just like him. And that's the thing about blue like human characters that look human. Because I feel like with Dragon's Lair. Those characters are just enough cartoony that I can like live with. Yeah, it and that's it looks fair. Good. That's fair. But like Bluth, when he makes a human character, he like has the cheeks in there, and they always look weird. Like all of his human characters look so similar, and they aren't they expressive do. enough to be like. Yeah, that's the problem. Is they they're either way too expressive or they're not expressive. Yeah, like they're over emoting, where it's like yes, where it's like you know when you get like a character creator in a video game, you mm-hmm. slide it all the way to like angry. Yeah, and like just slider all the way to angry that's what every character looks like when they do an emote it doesn't look subtle human character yes human character with that's why i loved the alien characters which maybe the designs were a little lazy i thought yeah they an- were so expressive they were animated fine yes they were animated fine interesting i'll give it that i just think the basic designs are boring i as get well. that uh, who's the, uh nathan lane that was the one nathan lane nathan lane is the only one i was kind of like oh this is okay apparently he's a fruit bat like, oh yeah he's got thing. like that's the other thing why are all these characters just huge like Earth alien or Earth animals turn into aliens. Like aliens should look fucking weird. You have a you have an uh, a turtle. What about you've got a kangaroo and you've got a fruit bat? Apparently. What about the uh, main antagonists of the movie, which are called the, what the, is it? The droll. Uh, <laughs> no, what are they called? The droll. The dr. The druids. The oh. dredge. The dredge. This is a drudge to get through. Yeah. Right. Uh, judge. Judge. Yeah, you're right. They are not human or uh, they're like cg they're bad they're CG like the wor- they're like probably the out of all the character designs they're the worst yeah and they're described as being made of pure energy yeah and i think just look like made of pure shit like they just look <laughs> like awful glowing blue crystals that yeah. like a kid draws mm-hmm. and then they're like well we can make we can make that 3d they like, weren't very scary either no, like they weren't they threatening look- they're only threatening because they're kicking ass, but like I look at them and I'm like, I don't know. Eh, I don't know. They're 3D. They're yeah. also the only ones that are CG characters. Yeah, they're only CG. But which, everything else is which CG, though, Seems too. like it could be a cool idea. Well, yeah. no, well I mean, so I, as far as the, the only character it looks like CG. No, you're right. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that'd be a cool way to make them look threatening. Yeah, or like they, different. Yeah, like different. Like, yeah. oh, these are really other. Like, they're not like us other organic beings. They're just like some weird, you know, like Zerg-like creature where they're just going right. to kill everything. You exactly. Know, devour planets. Um, but that didn't, it didn't really work because the CG mixed with the cartoon mm-hmm. first off the animation we mentioned before the cartoon is bad. And yeah, then, very good. and then you get to other parts of the CG and it's just, the budget's just not there. Yeah. And there's just so many times where they zoom out and I'm like, Oh, y'all didn't even put a texture file on that. Like yeah. it looks See, bad. This, sorry, continue. I will say there is the only part that looks good visually CG is mm. just spaceships flying around. I think, oh, yeah. I think that looks cool. In kind of like a weird Windows 98 screensaver kind of way. <laughs> yeah. But I can kind of get into it because at least all looks similar and doesn't, it's not jarring. It doesn't take you out of the experience. I'd say that's the th- main thing. Like, I know there's a, quite a bit of CG in um, the Disney movie uh, Emperor's New Groove. But it's all pretty invisible because they made it look like a cartoon. So but it think, sort of works yeah, well, in I, the world. That's how. That's what I think is a majority of cartoons have CG in them. Mm, especially now. Especially now. Yeah. Um, but they've always made it to blend in or assist. Like Beauty and the Beast was like one of the first ones right. that actually like incorporated it. But it all looked like it was supposed to be in Atlantis does that too. In. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This on the other hand made it apparent that they wanted to make it look like Real. 3D models, realistic yeah. backgrounds. And it's like, y'all, technology's not there enough. And the biggest problem, it's like, and I, I don't fault the animators because it is hard to draw something, give it a performance, and also have it move around in a three-dimensional space that's moving. Yeah. Like, that is so much. Oh, and yeah. like, Beauty and the Beast, that was like, two shots that they did that like they did not overextend themselves and also during those scenes you only saw like you know Belle's wearing a dress so you're not really looking at her feet so which is the beast's feet you have to make sure aren't sliding around the whole time you know this movie every other shot they're in a cg car the camera's moving around in a really hyper realistic cg cockpit like so much camera movement in cg space 
And it's just like, like this would look probably look better if the camera was a little bit more stationary, yeah. like or not make the camera uh, moves so drastically difficult that these poor animators who are just trying to draw these fucking characters have to like deal with the intricacies of like this insane cockpit set that you've constructed. Now you don't think that they are using technology such as that those. 2D characters were actually 3D, but they just drew them like 2D. Like they actually animated. Oh, them you in think 3D. they had made 3D characters? They might and then have tried to rotoscope over them. Maybe potentially, or like not even rotoscope, just like have it look that way. I don't know if the technology was around back then, but like think, I don't think it was that good. Okay, because I, I know I, nowadays, like there's some video games, right. such as Dragon Ball Fighters, that mm-hmm. is like three that looks 2D, but mm-hmm. then sometimes the camera will spin around and mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is like 3D. These are 3D models that are made to look like cartoons and they do a really good job of right that. but that this is of course in 2017 2018 when the game came out right not back in 2000 yeah 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 i uh, don't think that's what they yeah, did you're probably right uh the other question i have before we jump into the plot did you notice a weird frame rate issue happening yes. in your copy sometimes okay, thank God. sometimes stuff would happen yes and it felt like the computer couldn't keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. too much action, and it started, like, dropping frames. I think which I... Which is the weirdest thing to experience in a movie. In a movie. In a movie. I'm like, oh, man, my rig's not good enough to run Titan AE. Like, yeah, what, what's weird. going on? So what I think happened, uh, what I bet happened, was they probably animated the backgrounds on a different frame rate that they animated the, c- the 2D characters. But the thing about 3D animation is you could just... It's almost like flipping a button like flipping a switch to change the frame rate maybe what i think happened is maybe the animation came in a lot with a lot less frames or something like that mm. and they had to compensate by slowing the the frame rate down on the 3d to make it kind of mm. like match so it didn't look super weird either way i think there was a mix-up between the frame rate of the cg yes, and the frame rate between the 2d so one of the one of the because there are obvious artifacts yeah. and it is it is legitimately surprising like i rented this on youtube yeah i rented this on youtube and hd rent and it looks like ass like this isn't just like bad cg or bad animation this is like the actual way you put these two things together is awful yeah and like it doesn't work nearly unwatchable it it doesn't work honestly shocking it took me a good five minutes just to get used to it yeah and not like oh i see what they're going for it's like oh god okay well i can at least kind of pal this now i can yeah exactly like i have to drudge through this yeah it's not like when you watch something i'm trying to think of something i watched recently what that was like animated uh, uh, I'll give you something. Yeah. How about this? Like, remember the new uh, Hobbit movies? We're in a higher frame yeah. rate. And people had to deal with the frame rate. Yeah, yeah. But that's dealing with the thing that is there, that yeah. needs to be there, yeah, that yeah. was chosen to be there artistically. They didn't artistically choose to put those artifacts into this movie. You know no, what I mean? but they did choose to make. I'm just. I'm not even talking about the artifacts. I'm oh, just talking sorry. about like just the normal look of the movie. Oh, I see. What you're so uh, you know, Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Spider Verse took like at least a good five minutes for me to get used to the style of it, and then I was mm-hmm. on board with it. Right, right, right. Because right. it's very jarring to see that kind of like the low frames that they animated in, which right. worked pre- beautifully for that movie later on. Right. Um. But it just it's just doesn't it's, work in Titan AE. It's yeah. I think, well, see, I think, though, that if they had found a way to match the CG background footage and the 2D animated and put them together and there weren't any artifacts and there wasn't some weird, like, frame rate issue, I think it probably would have worked a little better. But the fact that we have all of these issues in the film are, like, really... I still don't think it would you don't work. Think so? I, think it's, I think the styles are too... Dude, they don't complement. I think yeah, they clash. I'd agree with that, too, I though. think that it's just so jarring. I it's think like, it's just harder to get through it because you have that aspect already in it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because, like, uh, uh, Iron Giant came out before this and that had a CG Iron Giant interacting with Hogarth the whole movie. That's true. You know? And, like, I don't think about that. I think about the fact that these are two characters interacting. Right. So, I think if they maybe change the style of how the 3D backgrounds look to maybe match more of the 2D, I think it might have not been Iron Giant does match the look of everything else. Yeah. They look cohesive while this just looks like they're clashing and it looks like it looks like uh, like a Monkey Island game where it's like where the backgrounds like really well drawn and then they got sprites on the front and it's like Yeah, I agree It just looks jarring. It looks like a video game but not in a good way. Yeah. So, but you know what? Maybe the plot's good. You know what? Yeah, maybe the plot is good. Maybe the plot is good. Maybe Let's talk the about the plot. So, basic premise. Uh-huh. You've got the Titan Project, oh, yeah. which will unleash power. Unlimited power. Ah, classic. Classic, but... Love unlimited power. Give it to me, open my mouth, and dump it in. Will do, and it'll get all over your face, and it'll oh, be yeah, a big old mess. But the dredge... Mess. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> the dredge. Uh-huh. They have appeared. What do they do? They, they do? are. They are worried about how humans, I think... 
will harness this power, this energy, this Titan power. That's a very fair, fair point. Fair point. So what they do is, is they destroy the Earth. Okay, that's a little... <laughs> you know what? Watch a little this. bit of a reaction. You know what, though? Watch this in 2019. Yeah, I know. Not as, big. Not, not as big a reaction as I would think. It's kind of like, yeah, all right. Honestly, I believe it. I was watching this movie, and I'm like, dude, what if... Because that's the thing. is like, I'm not against them going like, hey, humans, you're kind of fucked... Uh, and like the main character kale is a fucking asshole so i'm like if kale was the guy in charge of the titan project yeah i'd be like no fuck you you're not you're not allowed to have that kind of power yeah but i was like what if the dredge were like some kind of future humans and they were trying to like stop us or whatever you know or like they were you know like i was like oh this could be like a cool sci-fi discussion of like what if the thing that's been created no. by the Titan Project is trying to stop us from using it because they know how it will eventually affect us. That's not what's going to happen. I love that a great sign of a movie is when you have great lore in your head and it never comes <laughs> to the Like, doesn't even come close. And it's so should, much more disappointing. You shouldn't judge a movie based on what you want it to no, be. No, you shouldn't. But, but, you know, you'd hope it at least live up to your expectations of cool premise. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, but before the Earth is destroyed, we are introduced to Kale. As a child, he's a little baby. Oh, yeah. He's got the same douchey haircut that he, he has as an it adult. It grows. It just grows. Yeah. Can't stop it. They're like, well, the barber's like, we can give him a less douchey haircut. The parents no. are like, no. The douchiest haircut. If we cut that, he loses all his power. <laughs> he's like Samson, but his name's Kale. His so name if, is Kale? This is, look, this is this is why the world needs to be destroyed. Back then, we had <laughs> we like- cool, child Kale. We had cool characters awful. with cool hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had fucking- Kale. Yeah, we have Kale. Just, just, just look at what we named him. Aryan Kale over here. Aryan Kale. Yeah. Bo- He's our hero. He is the boringest milk toast white dude ever. Do you know who voices him? Uh, Matt Damon. Matt which fucking Damon. Perfect casting. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, not bad Matt at all. Cam- Matt Damon's a fine person, but he is definitely key milk toast. Do you know the rest of the cast of the movie? Don't say it yet. I just want you to. If, I want to know if you know them. I actually don't know too much of the other. All ones. right, I'm going to ask you as we come to these characters because I'm curious to see what what you think. Because it actually took me a while to even know that like Nathan Lane voiced. Oh, the I knew Nathan guy. Lane right away. Oh man, I was. And then like I was also like I thought John Leguizamo's character was voiced by a woman at first, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. There's a lot of like women characters in this movie. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, so. Also, ooh, I wonder if this comes back to play. Kale invented something earlier in the movie and then it ends up breaking. Does that come into play at all later? Like he's an inventor, Kale? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. No. Oh, I matter. mean, yeah, I guess a little bit. He builds a spaceship. Oh, okay. Fixes it. All right, that's fine. He's so handy. Kale's dad is there and Kale's dad is like, I need to separate from you because I need to go protect the world and you need to get off of the earth. You know, we, I want you to be safe. Got it. But uh, it doesn't end up working. But the dad's still alive. <laughs> Uh, he he shoots off of the earth just at the last second, but they're still separated. Fifteen years later, <sighs> how old do you think Kale is? By the way, um, by now he's probably like twenty two. Yeah, twenty one. That's something about like that. that. That's probably right. Because when when he's a yeah, kid, he says, "I'm not four anymore." And I'm like, that probably Maybe. means you're five. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> clearly, he's five. Yeah, he's five. 15 years, 20. He's 20 yeah, years makes sense. old. Can't buy a drink. Well, I don't know what the space laws are. I'm like, I, he don't even, he don't even like 20 to me. He's, he, he, to me, he's like an older, like he's like our age. Like yeah, he 20s. looks 25. Well, here's the thing, though, Mike. A lot mm. of people nowadays, I'm looking at him like, oh, you look like my age. And then it's like, oh, no, you're like 23. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, this is a bad sign, everyone. <laughs> Uh, so I said, Kale has the same hair, he's 15 years older, and he listens to awful music. This song called Cosmic Castaway. I don't know who wrote it. I'm sure sounds, it's probably Creed or something. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds pretty grunge. Uh, yeah. Uh, not like, not like oh, what was what genre is Creed? Like, Creed is just awful, I think. Well, I know, but like. <laughs> that's just the, the, the genre. It's just I know, bad. But like Nickelback. Like, it's yeah. like. Douche. It's like post grunge. I don't know. It's like because it's got that. It's got a very distinct feel to it. But well, I don't it, has know a, it's it has a. It has a singer who can't sing. Oh, why can't I think of the name? Continue. I'll look it up. Hardcore. Okay. No, it's not hardcore. Get, get back there. Get out of here. <laughs> well, we're getting to the plot. I don't want you. I no, want to leave you behind I'm here. Listening. All right. Well, he. he wait, we're introduced to this purple-haired lady. Her name is what's her name? Akira Akima. Akima. Who do you think voices Akima? Um. She got a spunky girl. She's she she's basically like wild style from uh, the ah, Lego she, you're movie. You're right. She's a hundred percent. She's wild basically style. wild style. She plays by her own rules, <sighs> and she doesn't need no man except for the hero, who's, who's the one that, that everyone needs to protect. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner's not bad. Uh, I thought so because she's, she's Asian. 
I was like, obviously she has to be played by an Asian woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clearly no. she's too, voiced by Lucy Liu. This is early 2000s. Drew fucking Barrymore voices a, you a, know what? Akima. It lines up. I was just like, why not cast a person? Of Holy color? shit. Kree's post-grunge. I got that. <laughs> pulled that out. That's what's called. I think that's awful. I mean, it, it makes sense. What's though. Nickelback? Uh, I got to type bad. in. Bad. <laughs> Nickelback. More like Nickel Nickelback. Bad. Oh, got it. Oh, shit. in air horns. I'm not going to add in air horns. <laughs> yeah, post-grunge as well. Fuck off. Ha- that's so embarrassing. Hard rock. I'm turning metal sort of thing. But uh, post-grunge is the number one. That is so bad. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's like grunge. Like, do you think Nirvana, I know. Kurt Cobain would be Kurt like... Kurt Cobain died for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe he listened to created Nickelback. He's like, I can't live in this world anymore. Oh, no. They're going to associate me with this. No. Uh, so anyway... Uh, Actually, they don't because it's post. It's po- that's true. Yeah, so it's it's like, not grunge. It's not grunge. Yeah. It's after. What came after, and we, don't, <laughs> we didn't want it. So... Uh, he keeps he keeps calling he's like he sees uh, Akima and he just keeps going like wow and he <laughs> says well like five times I'm like okay Akima's like cute but it's not like she's not you know it's like she's a woman she's like a human woman Look, compared to fucking Aliens. white white guy Ka- oh I was gonna say white guy Kale oh I get that like true. he's just, she's white guy com- Kale's looking at her and he's just like whoa holy he's never shit seen she's beautiful like, wow her hair is cool and like not in a douchey way and I'm just like also I don't know like just looking at a person and just saying wow like five times is so fucking bizarre to me like I'd only go wow if I like met a person I was like wow this person is really smart and you know like wow so he, deep of you, you he never hasn't say, even like met this you never met yet. anyone and be like wow you're really attractive like really in a not like, I haven't said the word wow out loud five times that, after that meeting is a fair. person. That is yeah. fair. I probably like look at a person and I go like, wow, that is like a Barbie doll. Like that doesn't even look real to me, this right. person, you know? No. I don't like see a person and out loud say wow five no, times. No, that's fair. That's I, a little I, weird. Yeah. Anyway, though. I was just saying if the emotion was genuine. Clearly, clearly, I don't. this movie hasn't had Kale's thoughts. That's true. Internal monologues. Yeah. So it has to express everything. I will give the movie this. No monologues. No, no internal hey, thoughts. that's me. I'm Kale. <laughs> I'm... I, I named me after a plan. <laughs> I'm a cosmic castaway, and I, I I don't play by the rules, but one day something magical happened, and now I can talk to animals. It's really cool, but totally secret. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We just looked in the mind of Mike's next movie pitch. It's <laughs> just the wild thornberries. Uh, anyway, oh. so... Uh, I know you wanted to reboot, but uh, <laughs> everything in the 90s getting My reboot wins the wild thornberries. My TV show, the wild thornberries. Anyway. You're gone. <laughs> uh so uh there's one bit that i thought was actually kind of interesting he sits down with this guy who basically saved his life i don't know if this guy comes into play later i think his name's like tack or tiki or something like that he's like some alien guy who knew his father kale's father and i guess because humans now are like an endangered species there's like schools and classes where you can learn about the history of humans and earth and he tells Kale, like, hey, you need to learn about your heritage. You need to learn about your past or else you won't know what to do in your future. And Kale says, I don't believe the future even exists, which is stupid. It's a stupid line. But I think it's cute that this movie takes place in 3000 whatever. It's in the future. And he's like, I don't think the future exists. I'm like, wow. That is our future. I don't right. know. It seemed interesting at the time, but okay. it isn't. <laughs> but like, it looking isn't. back on it, kind of Yeah, stupid. now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, eh, it's not really that interesting at all. Um, he meets uh, another human. I think his name is to- Wait, sorry. Corso. Sorry, I got to back up a little. Cor- yeah, I, yeah. I, I know Corso. Um, I may have missed this, and I apologize That's to our fine. listeners and you. It's all right. Um, is Earth destroyed yet? Earth is already destroyed, Oh, he's right? dead. It's gone. It's been gone for 15 where the, years. Where are they at right now? They're living on like- They're living on like another, like on a space station. Okay, what's it called? Does that have a name? I have no idea. Okay. Because there's one thing that's called like New Bangkok or something like that. I don't know what I that is. I thought that was cool, and I was like, that's cool. They got like, they just name like big major cities and how much of, um, uh, yeah, it's good. I think that's cool. And I do think it's an interesting idea, like- I don't know. I can I can kind of relate to this idea of like you're not really aware of like the culture you come from, and it's yeah. just kind of interesting it's to see cool. the culture being the human race. Yeah. I think that's an interesting concept. Um, not that's the thing is like there's some really cool ideas yeah. in this movie where I'm like, oh, that's kind of a neat. That could like, be an interesting. Yeah, that could be a cool thing, and they spun it off and maybe examine it a little bit more. And like the, he even he's a self hating human too. Yeah, like he meets another human, he doesn't trust him. You know, I think it's for me. It's just the plot. It just doesn't hold up as well as. Well, yeah. Let's talk about that plot. I'm just gonna talk about what the plot is. Plot is his dad gave him a ring when he was a child, and the ring has the map okay, to the Titan project. I didn't, I didn't know why his ring was so important, but they kept mentioning That's it. That's what it is. And it's a it's a biological 
ring thing. Oh, so it only works with him. He could, He's the only one that can find it. But oh, I love that he destiny. gets stolen by the... That's what it is, right? It's the same thing as the Lego movie. This w- one fucking milquetoast white guy yeah. is the only one that can save the human race. At least the milquetoast white guy is like dumb in the yeah, other one. That's kind of fun. And like, that's the joke. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. Then this one, it's taken very seriously. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he gets stolen by the aliens. They end up actually learning where they're heading to. And uh, they uh, go there, and they have to cut them off the pass, basically. And that's the end of my half. I can continue talking about all the other things in my half if you want to talk. Yeah, about let's that, go. Though. Let's go a little bit deeper. All right. So he le- he meets uh, Corso. Yes, I want to know more about him. Right. Do you know who voices him? <sighs> no, I don't. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman from Independence Day ah. and our favorite movie, Spaceballs. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, Every it's day. a great movie. He's also in this uh, show. I'm just gonna shut it out. I've been watching it on Netflix. It's uh, called The Sinner. He's very good in it. I'd recommend yeah. it. Okay. Uh, he's in this. He knew Kale's father. Uh, he's the one that tells them about the ring and the hidden location. And he's been flying around the universe looking for Kale um, with uh, Akima. I don't know how he knows Akima. Oh, interesting. I don't know if they're related or they, any of that stuff. But they stuff. know each other. They Akima and Cor- Corso know each other because they've been Weird. flying around in the same spaceship this whole time. Interesting. Why? Did you not know that? No, it didn't seem like they knew each other. In fact, it didn't seem very close at all. See, that's surprising to me because they've clearly been on this mission together looking for Kale. See, and I was like, <laughs> oh, they're like probably related or something. Got to find a new farm. Got to just find this Kale. I know. Yeah, I know. Right? So it's every time. So, yeah. So, Kale goes on. We, we meet Preed. Who is voiced by uh, John Lukasama? No, that's which one's Preed? Describe the character. Preed is the bat character. Oh, the bat. Oh, that's uh, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Actually, he's the only designer that was kind of cool. I thought he was. I thought it's cool because he has like he has like a story behind his design. Like his ears kind of messed up. Messed up. And he has like a um, a metal plate on his on his nose. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. And he has like bat wings, but they aren't really helpful at all. Yeah, they're just kind of like weird underarm things. Yeah, there's like like a cool story. Someone didn't trim their underarm hair. It just kind of went wild. Yeah, like that. I don't like that part, but it's an interesting idea. Then there's Stiff, who is the kangaroo thing, voiced by Janine Garofalo, Mm -hmm. and you've got Goon. Who is a weird turtle thing voiced by John Leguizamo. So they go to this planet looking for Grawl. And I'm like, you know that you're being chased by this evil alien people. Yeah. And you're putting these other aliens in danger. And they do do that. uh, Because these Grawl just are like, hey, lift your hand up to the moon. And now you know where you're going. Cool. (laughs) And then... And then the aliens attack and kill a lot of these Grawl characters. And then... These fucking assholes use the Grawl to like fly around and protect and like save themselves. I'm like, wait, do they have wings? The Grawl have wings. Oh, okay. The Grawl are like these bat characters. The, at first, they don't even think that they're the Grawl. And then they're like, whoa, you're the Grawl. And I'm like, why would you think they weren't? <laughs> they look weird. You're, you're all aliens. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyway, um, they don't have a database. They need a database. That's, whatever they it looks do like. need a database. They need a Wikipedia in 3000. 3,020-30-something? They, they couldn't have predicted Wikipedia back in 2000. That's, <laughs> That's a shame. thing, yeah. Or databases in general. Databases? That databases existed before 2000s. I know. That's why it's ridiculous oh, that they I don't see. have it. <laughs> you know, people had desks that they worked on in offices. <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> How, why would they use that? So then Akima and Kale get taken by the dredge, like I said. Akima's jettisoned into space, but she's a spunky woman who don't need no man so she can save herself. Cool. Um... And uh, Kale's taken prisoner, but he escapes very easily, very easily, like to the point where I'm just like, how is this even a thing? Like he puts his, it's like, there's like this electrical wall, but he puts his fingers into the electrical wall and is able to make a hole big enough for him to walk out of. And I'm just like, how is this even, this isn't even a prison. Like, what the (laughs) fuck is this weird shit? How is it that you didn't overlook this obvious, like... A way of getting out. Maybe of it's your just meant for show. Like it's a psychological thing where it's like, oh, oh no one's prison. gonna get out. Of yeah, this no thing. one's gonna touch it. Duh, it probably hurts. It's so annoying. Anyway, so he escapes easily. There's a lot of scenes that are just there to look cool. Yeah, that's the they, biggest problem. They honestly, they don't do anything. And there's no character growth. Like that's the biggest problem. Is like later on, uh, this is the end of my half where Kale and uh, Akima join back up on the ship. They all get saved and rescued. And they're all back in the ship. And Kale has this big emotional moment with Akima that I think you come into where he's like, hey, I'm glad you're okay. And he like put, like put takes her hair and puts it behind her ear. And we're supposed to like expect them to like have some kind of weird romance now or like some kind of connection, closeness, yeah. connection. And I'm just like, first off, Kale, 
yesterday you thought that every human was scum and she fucking hated you for it and then she was jettisoned off into space and put into a prison like there's no reason for you guys to have any kind of relationship together and you definitely shouldn't be touching her you weirdo I don't know. No, it, may, it makes perfect sense. Like, I understand your frustration. Yeah, it's just aggravating. You bring up a good point. There is, like, almost no character development. Like, no one changes. It's just more plot is revealed. And that's the problem. And is characters there, react. There are plot scenes, and there's character scenes, and there's too many plot scenes. Yes. And, and the plot doesn't really go anywhere. No. It's not an interesting plot. It's a plot we've all heard. Like, yeah. there's a thing out in the universe that we need to grab, and it'll be either our destruction or our... Also, that's the other thing. It's never explained how it's going to help the humans. It's just some sort of energy source. I kind of like that because they don't know either as mm. the, the people. So when they find out, it's like a reveal. It's like, oh, well, okay. It's kind of what you expect. Like, it's at oh. least it's at least played into the plot, and the characters are like... I see. This is just my... De- this is a desperate attempt. We're doing it. We have no reason. To, we have no. This is our last knowledge. hope. Yeah, but this we don't a, know what it's going to do. This is desperation. Essentially. Exactly, exactly. I get that. But yeah, it's just like every like that's what I think a lot of. I mean, it's it's shitty to compare this to like a Disney movie because like Disney's like bigger budget, blah, 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 an blah, evil yeah. corporation. But yeah. you, but like those movies, like they do a really good job of having a scene that that drives the plot forward but also is like it reveals character motivation yeah. and like makes them come together well like, at this point like disney makes safe movies but at least they make compelling movies that like, are interesting if i was going to compare this to like atlantis atlantis just has a scene where characters talk to each other and the plot isn't even forwarded we just get to know everybody yeah i get to know I everyone like and their motivations never, yeah and i feel like that never that doesn't happen here ever and it, and it happens like a couple of times what's akima's motivation exactly i dude Right? Her motivation, just like everyone else's, is to get to the Titan. But yeah. like everyone has that motivation. Everyone has no that motivation. No one has any side except Why? For, Why does she want to get to the Titan? Potentially the bad guy has a different motivation. Yeah. Which is I uh, guess I kinda deal with the Kima's motivation a little bit. This isn't me like standing up for the movie. I don't want people to listen to this fine. podcast and go like, hey man, Mike, there was a scene where Akima says that she grew up in a slum and she doesn't want humans to live in that anymore, so that's why she wants to go to the thing. Okay. But you know what would be better is if we see her actually helping out another human being so just that it. is in pain and like they save her from this prison planet. What if she makes friends with another human in there and he she helps him or her join the cause and that person is is like I'm 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 weak and I don't know what to do and she's like don't worry and like they're mirrored like they're you know that they're mirrored in that way like that's a way that you drive yeah. the plot forward or what if that could have been Kale what if Kale was in a prison plan and he wasn't a fucking asshole he was like a snarky motherfucker you yeah know? or something something or he at least learned why he likes people like it didn't seem like it it, it seems like, like he only likes people because he wants to get his fucking rocks off <laughs> honestly yeah all it takes is a very hot lady and he's yeah. like hey humans are cool so as i can fuck them like I he's just fuck that which lady is, which is a great character trait like yeah. that's a great way to change and it's cool to have a character like that i think i like some of my favorite characters are like that uh you got cam jack sparrow you got your han solos but they're the protagonist the protagonist is some wide-eyed innocent who's trying to protect the world. Yeah. And I guess that's the other thing is like it's an interesting choice where it's like the fate of humanity is in the hands of a guy who doesn't care about humanity. That could be interesting. Well, Captain Jack Sparrow is a protagonist, basically. N- not in the first movie. In the first movie, he's basically... No, I mean, the, no the protagonist is, is, uh, is Will. Kind of, but I feel like... It's. I feel like he's definitely in those three. It's like him. Cam Jack Sparrow is part of it. But he's like, part of it. I'm not saying he's the main protagonist, but he is no. one of the protagonists. He's one of the protagonists. But what I'm saying is, is like when you I have mean, a normal character to balance it out, kind of too. You you need your Skywalker. You need the guy who wants to be there and who wants to make things better. You, you don't know? think Akima really filled that role? I mean, she's not really like. I there's we spend. She doesn't have the destiny like thing going. Well, for we her. also. Like she's she, she's not the, the chosen guy, one, yeah, and he's the protagonist. Like we see him as a child and get to know his father. That's like, true. You're right. You know you're the right. movie. You're right. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what Akima's. I thought fucking Corso, where the fuck his name was, was his was her father. Yeah, that's you know. Point. I don't even know her family. I don't know uh, either. I don't know where she came from. Whatever. Who cares? She's hot, dude. Well, <laughs> she got purple hair. Whoa, neat. So <laughs> I started this movie off, and my first note is, why is this animation so weird? <laughs> And then I got this blonde guy and a purple hair lady, mm-hmm. and I got this turtle, and the turtle's like, whoa, this map's crazy, and sees a map. Oh, yeah. And then Nathan Lane's the cyborg person thing, <laughs> and then this, this they're flying around, and I just called this guy Chinstrap Dude. What's his name? Cor- the the bad Corso? guy. Corso? Corso? Bad guy? Oh, excuse me. Spoilers. No. Uh, what? Um, 
Wait, you said the bad guy. Yeah, as I said, excuse me. Oh, I you spoiled, spoiled the fact that Corso's a bad guy? Corso's a bad guy. What? I didn't know that. Oh, really? I honestly didn't know okay, that. Okay, because they revealed it pretty quick into mine, so it didn't really have any what? impact to me. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's bad. How? How is he bad? Well, we'll get there, but first of all, he's having, a, he, of the he's having a great moment. This is just, I want to illustrate how useless the scene is. There's a five-minute scene of... Um, uh, Corso teaching Kale how to f- like he's just like hey check out these like weird creatures that fly around we call them angels you should just try to chase them and it's really weird because or, you should just try they follow ships when they think it's interesting it's like you should give them a ride and they then it looks like he's following the angels and it's just like got really bad grunge music and it lasts like four <laughs> yep. minutes long I yep. think it's just it's awful uh-huh. anyway and he says like hey Corso thanks for trying to find me and, he, and Corso's like your father would have been proud and then um there's a bad dream he has where a CGI alien appears and he shoots at him. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> um, so they go to Bangkok, the drifter colony, and uh, they're going to get out and go hang out there for some reason. I guess it's something to find. And uh, Kale walks in on Kimo while she's uh, just got out of the shower and there's a towel. There's some nudity in my half, too. K- uh, Kale's naked and Kimo sees him. Oh, naked. okay. So now, now they're even. Now it's even. Okay, okay. And they have some banter or whatever. Um, cool shower, though. Like, she gets in the shower and presses a button, and it, like, makes it opaque, so you can't see in it. Oh, but that's I'm like, cool. Why don't you change in a wet shower? Like, <laughs> let's say I great vacuum technology, which try. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, she's like, our Earth stuff is really important. One thing I do like about her is she just says, which is one of the parts that I think would be a cool part of the movie if they examine it a little bit more, is she's like, you know, I'm bartering, like, all this medical equipment for Earth artifacts, where it's, like, stuff that used to be important and you know tied us to our culture and she's telling this to kale who's like well you care about all this junk she's like it's very important to like know where you came from and stuff like that and i don't know i thought that was kind of like, like that, that. could have been like could have teased that out a little bit more mm-hmm. maybe had a little more plot around it but it's literally just like oh it's cool huh yeah all right i like that yeah that's like cool. that's a cool world yeah the world in this is cool i think yeah. the world that they built is a really cool world apparently they like wrote comic books before the movie came out oh, to really? like establish the world in these characters. yeah i think it deserves that i think the, yeah. the lore in this is actually pretty solid i just think the plot's bad yeah and the main um, character's boring yeah the main character is very boring yeah. um so i'm just gonna uh corvo is talking so they walk they're walking around by where they trade this and they see corpo talking to some weird cyberman on the thing a big <gasps> blue thing and i'm like i don't know what that is and uh talking to the bad guy apparently the bad i didn't know this is the bad guy so they're talking to him and just like don't worry about, i know exactly where it is once we get the we just found the map which i guess the the turtle found on the ring they just activated it or something so we know exactly where to go and we're going to find it, and it's going to be great, and that's it. And he's like, and they hear this, and I'm like, what the hell? And then Nathan Lane's like, look who I found, and brings him into uh, Corvo. And Nathan Lane is evil, too? Yeah, Nathan Lane's like, check this out. These guys have been listening, and they're like, how long have you been listening? And I'm like, just long enough. How could you lie to us? And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. All I know is Cor- Corvo's bad, and that's it. What is going on? I I do know why he's doing it. Why? This is explained later. Just explain I, I'm it. I'm right now. If I hold your horses, he basically hold your corvos. He basically is like, I'm just gonna sign up with the dredge because they got some money on the bounty for finding the 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 Titan project, and humanity's doomed anyway. So I'm just gonna do it. And basically, then why would he shoot at the dredge? To make it look like he. Make it to sell it, man. To sell it. To to sell the fact that he's can be why? trusted. But the, the dredge, dredge just... but the dredge stole kale, and they had where they were going. It's just to sell the plan, probably. But if the dredge already had kale, why did maybe this? Maybe he turned after it. Maybe he met with them later or something. Mm. Maybe he you think he wasn't always on the dredge? He's, he's side. the captain, maybe. Mm. So maybe they contact him and he turned. It's so strange to me. Yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like, man, maybe I didn't miss me. I missed a part, but sure, that's, maybe we did. But that's that's, that's where so I'm going strange. from. Okay, okay. Anyway, so he uh, also doesn't care about humanity, just like Kale. Yeah, he doesn't care about humanity, but he's doing like bad stuff. He's working on the dredge so much that he's just like, let's just wipe out humans. I guess who cares? Mm. Um. Oh, he says, yeah, he says a quote: uh, "The human race is out of gas." Let's face it. And then um, the animation chugs, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> they escape, and then. Uh, so everyone on that team was evil? Not quite. It was just those two, from what I've gathered. Oh, okay, so it was just Nathan Lane. It, well, it sounds like everyone... Yeah, they were just listening to the, the captain, everyone else's. Mm, they were so, following orders. Yeah, so then they escape, be, uh, but Akima gets shot, 
And there's like blood in this movie, so I'm like, what? There is. It's quite a lot, actually. Yeah, and then she crazy. gets shot, and then they hide in New Bangkok, and I just keep writing down, what the fuck is this kangaroo? Like, why is it so <laughs> weird? Um, legs for days. Oh, my God. So many legs. <laughs> um, then some lady gives something to Akima and is like, hey, she'll be fine. She just needs rest. I'm like, she just got shot, but okay. <laughs> um, then there's a scene with a kid with like, I don't know if this means anything. There's a kid who has a soccer ball, and he's bouncing it. This little boy... And it runs into Kale, and then the sister... Maybe Kale sees himself. And then and- maybe, and then the sister's like, oh, yeah, she has... Oh, you know what? Maybe. Maybe it makes sense, because she shows a photo and is like, you know, most people can only see rusty spaceship parts around here, but he sees, like, a whole oh. green grass soccer field, because we have stuff from my dad here, and he shows a picture of her dad, who's, like, and was a probably, soccer player. He's probably also realizing, like, why you should be trying to yeah. like go back to your past or yeah whatever. which might make more sense if i saw first half mm. a little bit but i don't know if it really works even if that's the case yeah these people just come out of nowhere <laughs> um, hello so they're like what do we do um well give up <laughs> let's give up so akima's like what do we do we we don't have enough time we're just gonna give up right and she's like no we can't get up we're gonna build the spaceship and, like we're gonna get a spaceship and they found like an abandoned spaceship somewhere like i'm gonna fix that up and we're gonna go mm-hmm. and then it's a big Rock montage with some grunge, mu- grunge music behind it. Uh-huh. Then fixing up the rocket, and then they fly to space, and she's going to fly it, and he fixed it up. So it's, they're partners, they're friends. And uh, lovers. Yeah, soon. <laughs> there were some flirty scenes. Oh yeah. Uh, and then Corso finds them flying towards the Titan, because they both have the map now. Right. And um, they try following them, and everyone in the ship's like, why are we going to... We're going to contact them, right? And he's like, no. Don't contact them because I don't think the turtle guy knows that they're actually turned evil. Oh, I see. So I was like, no, we'll follow them silently. He's like, this is weird. Why are we doing this? <laughs> anyway, so then there's a whole chase scene with them flying through space among these like ice crystals, which actually was pretty cool looking. I love the sound design behind it. Okay. I thought it sounded really cool. It lasts a little bit long, but I thought this was probably the best like action-y scene mm-hmm. in the whole movie, mainly because you don't see any C- uh, cartoon characters. There's just CG ships flying around. And I'm like, this, this is the only part that they really were like, we got a cool spaceship to CG. Mm-hmm. We should make the whole movie CG. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's not do that. Nope. But they did it all. anyway. Yeah. Um, then it looks like they're trying to escape. Um, and then I guess, what's up with uh, Kale's hand? Like it glows? That's the map. Okay. So the ring's on his finger, uh-huh. and then on his palm is where the map is. Uh, so, okay. So it starts go. glowing, and they're like, oh, we found it. And then they find this big, huge That's actually what, what happens if you masturbate too much. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not so hairy it's, palms. It's just golden Shiny hands. palms. Shiny palms. Golden head, yeah. <laughs> with that man with the golden hand. Man with the golden hand. Just jerked off a just lot. Just jerked off a lot. Like a lot. Yeah. And you don't even want to know oh, about gold finger. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so happens when you wear a ring of masturbate that must be it that's right? what it is yep. yeah I wouldn't know I wear mine on my left hand <laughs> sometimes you gotta switch it up that's right gotta switch hit it <laughs> switch hit it it's like a whole different experience alright uh, and then they get land let's see what we got they know. land they land on the titan mm. project and like what, what are we is the titan for? it's just this round ball ball thing they, they're like what do we do here what are we looking for I'm like I don't know we'll find it when we see it I guess mm. and they see a bunch of it just, this is kind of cool they have like walls and walls of DNA from different animals on Earth. Oh, so it's like oh, we found oh, it's like kind of like arc. a cheetah. Yeah, it's kind of like an arc. It's kind of kind of interesting. Like a, yeah, like a Noah's Ark situation. Yeah, but they're all just the DNA, which is interesting. And it's uh, like I don't it's know. like it's like Noah's Ark and Jurassic Park. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> the Ark and Park. Jurassic Ark. Jurassic Ark. There you go. <laughs> Except they're all they didn't they didn't save any dino DNA. Yeah, so that's a shame. There's like a little tube that says do, not, do not resuscitate on it, and it's just like a T Rex DNA. Imagine like all the animals going on to the Ark, and then there's uh there's like John Hammond and all them watching, and they're like they're moving in pairs. They do move in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheetahs do that. No. <laughs> How'd you do this? I'll show you. <laughs> it was God. It was God. <laughs> Moses is like, what's up? It's cool. Check it out. Also, you want to build your own boat? Because y'all gonna fucking die. Y'all gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Heads up, yo. So do we like save the fish? Nah, don't worry about nah, it. Nah, don't worry about the fish. The fish fine. <laughs> the what about the freshwater fish? Yeah, another freshwater fish. You want to get like oh, something for those? I mean, you're gonna have to make like a tub. Don't in- worry about it. They'll die. <laughs> We'll just reset it. We'll just reset it. Some saltwater fish will fall in fresh water. Don't worry about it. They'll be fine. They'll fix it. <laughs> They'll evolve. What? Uh, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that. We'll get to it later. Evolve. What about these dinosaurs? <laughs> you know what? You weren't, they weren't around. They're Don't worry fucked. about it. They're fucked. <laughs> They're fucked. They're dead. Uh, so then, 
He finds like a steering wheel that he worked with his dad. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not actual steering wheel, but it looks like a steering wheel. It looks uh, like the Infinity Gauntlet like turned into a steering wheel. So it looks I like think it's gold. probably the toy that he was playing with. That might be. That might be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the captain like puts a bomb on the turtle and kangaroo and tries to kill him Holy as shit. they leave to go take care of business in the Titan. Mm. And then at this point they realize, Oh, they're bad now. Mm. So they, uh, dad hologram appears and is like, Hey son, if you made it this far, you have to do this. You have to. And if this, you're not my th- son, fuck right off. <laughs> I don't care if you There's came no across this mysterious. There's no way you could do it. Cause he's got to use the, the ring. So right? that's the only way to get in. It's the only way to get in. Mm, I see. So then, um, he says this has the power to create a whole new planet, the Ark. Mm. But the problem is, is there's no power, so you have to find a inter- Your job is to find an energy source to power it. But too bad the dredge are coming; they're going to stop it. Huh? Where are the dredge made out of, Mike? Why would the dredge want to stop humans from possessing an Ark that is just a recreation of Earth? Um, cause they could probably create more planets and colonize it. I don't know. Cause they could also like all those DNA things. Maybe they could make bad monsters. I don't know. I don't look. <laughs> They're energy <laughs> beings. I don't know. I'm not going to reason with them. Do we even have brains? They're just energy beings. That's true. But you're right. They're made of energy so they can power. They can power the it. So that's what they figure out. All right. Well, they're on the way but before they could do that nathan lane appears and the captain the captain's like you coming with me and they're like you why are you doing this and he's like because i'm evil but then nathan lane is like actually you're all screwed and he's like give me your gun captain and he points the he betrays everyone is like you humans are truly done for and stupid because he actually hates humans whoa nathan lane nathan lane and wow. his, he backstabs the cabin. cabin but Nathan Lane's cool. great dramatic moment. Yeah. Him as a villain. Yeah. Something we've never seen him Yeah, as. honestly, not, yeah. not often. You got uh, your Timon. You've got the guy from the birdcage. And you've got evil villain kangaroo Batman. Batman. Fruit Bat. Fr- fruit Batman. Fruit Nathan Batman. Lane as Batman. Fruit Batman. <laughs> Take these fruits. <laughs> Gotham needs some papayas. <laughs> Not everything. Not yet. <laughs> this town needs an enema. No, just more apples. An enema? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Joker line. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you know From what? The Batman movie? Yeah, there was, there was no Batman. Batman oh. Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie enough. I only know that Prince wrote a song for it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Do you know how to start for that one or the second one? It was for that one, wasn't it? I think it was that one. Yeah. Although, Okay, yeah, Jackson I think it was that wrote one. one for another one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We don't watch that movie. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, yeah. So Nathan Lane makes jokes about it's not for the money, it's for the health plan. I'll live forever while you'll die. And I'm like, this. How will he live forever? He'll live longer, not forever. I don't think they promise oh, immortality. Okay. Anyway, somehow they disarm Nathan Lane and then the captain just snaps his neck. <laughs> Holy shit. So I'm like, cool, all right. And that's it. Oh, no. And Poor so, Nathan Lane. Yeah. So then uh, Kale tries to save the captain a couple times. And before he falls, and then he falls, and luckily he catches some wires. And so I guess that's probably the change in the captain's thought process of like, hey, he tried to save me, even though he could just let me go. Like literally, he was like, you should just let me go, let go. And he's like, I won't. And then he let's go anyway because mm. he's heavy. <laughs> um, so then they figure out the, they get the dredge and they work with the the kangaroo appears and like tries working towards directing the dredge towards the area where they have to shoot to get the power. And then Corso is suddenly a good guy and helps and sacrifices himself. Yeah, the dredge. There's also these spacesuits. The design of the spacesuits looks terrible. Are the spacesuits CG? No, they're oh. drawn, but they look terrible. Like, in my half of the movie, spacesuits are CG, but like the faces in the spacesuits oh, are 2D. Animated. Maybe they are. Maybe they are CG, but maybe it blended in enough where I just didn't know no, this. Maybe, maybe, I, was, maybe yeah. I was used to it at this point. But anyway, <laughs> it, it looked bad. I didn't like the design of them. All right. Um. So then the dredge shoot their super space beam laser to kill them, but then the arc absorbs it. And then activates everything and then does like a Harry Potter style, like shoots back the beam with the, instead of blue beam, they shoot back an orange beam and it blows up the dredge and they all die. Yay. And then a planet appears and then um, kills all the dredge. A whole new planet comes up and then they rains down little cubes to populate the planet with new life. Mm-hmm. And um, Akima and Kale are on the planet and they're holding each other. And, and they're like, we got to repopulate this place. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost implied, but he, she's like, what What are you going to call this planet? And Kale. Kale. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he says, I'm going to name it Dad. Bob. Bob. 
Oh shit! Fuck you. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it's, worse. it's worse, and like it meant to be funny, but it just kind of comes off as like lame. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, I like it. Uh, doesn't have any. If you wanted a joke, you've been like, I name it Planet Kale. Like a dumb joke. Yeah. Like, not Bob. like Bob, where it's like some guy trying to be funny. I don't yeah. Know, maybe that was some humor back in the 2000s. Maybe that was like. I felt like as a kid, I thought that would have been hilarious. I bet as a child, I would have pissed myself. Yeah, I've been yeah. like, Bob, that's such a silly name. <laughs> Man, Kale's so fucking cool. <laughs> he got some hot, like, goth chick, and he's the fucking leader of a planet. Oh, I oh, fucking love it. His name's oh, it Bob. I love Post Crunch. Oh, shorter than Robert. <laughs> that's what I've been like hearing that joke. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> uh, she says, I'm never calling it that. And then almost kisses him. But then our friends just fly by and they're like, mm, what's stops up? The kiss. And that's it. And the, 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 this is the worst shot because it looks bad. They pull out of the planet and it looks CG. And I'm like, y'all didn't put any ground textures on this. It's terrible. <laughs> and then it's like new earth underscore Bob. Bob. And I'm like, that's the end of the movie. Funny. They got a new earth. It's the end of the movie. Wow. That's the thing. Is like, there's some cool ideas in this movie, yeah. but... It just needed a better, like, main story. It needed a better plot, because could, you could have gotten past the kind of blackluster animation, because it's serviceable. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. Um, if the plot was interesting and the characters were like had more depth. Like, those are the two biggest issues. I think the world's actually pretty cool. I think the world's cool. I think... I, I think yeah, I don't know. I think it's just okay. Maybe a little more creative character design. Definitely. Some... Especially with fucking Kale. Kale yeah. is lame as Kale's bull bad. Hell. Yeah. I didn't like any of the, the char- any of the aliens, but I mentioned that before. Yeah. Spacesuits. Let me describe the spacesuits. Kind of think I explained them, but Try like, to. It almost looks like a mech suit. Mm. Like kind of like Ridley in uh alien aliens. kind of like that, but like lame. Like clunkier. <laughs> like G.I. Joe invented Good it. Good description. Yeah, it I know. Like well, this really cool thing, but just awful. <laughs> sure, bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they have a sc- it's like a screen, and it's like long, uh-huh. and it just looks like they extended the helmet of a normal spacesuit mm. all the way down like your chest for some reason because your chest needs to see. You know why? I bet huh. is because they needed to make that spacesuit for every alien. Ah, so I bet some aliens didn't have heads all the way. Piling up at that kangaroo lady still screwed though. That so. kangaroo lady is definitely screwed because she's not. I don't know how she fits through doorways. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's so know. wide. Yeah, it's her, insane. Like, I'm gonna say her legs are probably double the size of her body. Her legs are distracting. They're distracting. Like it's hard to watch a scene with her in it because I'm just watching the legs, just going like, how is she gonna Cause move? Because kangaroo, because like we say kangaroo, and it's like kangaroos have normal proportions. No, yeah, this is not just. This kangaroo. is like kangaroo with a spider. Yeah, we'll yeah, say yeah, that. yeah. There you go. That's what it is. Kangaroo it's bad. It's weird. Yeah, it's uh, bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. This <laughs> movie's supposed to be like some fucking classic of animation, like some like great Bluth movie or like Lost really? Treasure. I was very unimpressed with it. I think it's just the. I think people were just impressed with the world. Maybe I honestly do think if I'd seen it when it came out, I probably would have been like, "Wow, this is really cool effects." Yeah. You know, because it was like the first to do it. Yeah, but that's why I'm nervous about Atlantis. Have you seen Atlantis recently? Yeah, I watch it every every couple of years. Okay, and I'm always impressed okay, with good, it. Good. I should make you watch it. I bet. Yeah, you it's really been a like long it. time since I've seen it. Like I saw it in theaters. That's probably I saw the it in la- theaters too. That was and the last time I saw it. I saw it in theaters and I thought it was really cool. And then I got like the somehow I got the special edition like three disc dvd with like an over hour long documentary of the movie being made like insane amount of behind the scenes footage i was just like obsessed with it like i was like this is my jam i did that with the clone wars (laughs) clone wars is a good one too that actually had a lot of good that was back in the day when it was like really new to be like oh novel dvd with extra features yeah definitely uh so yeah that's titan ae should we look up some stuff we got a little bit of time all right what did ae stand for I don't know. After Earth. Uh, yeah, After Earth, that's it. There you go. Got it. Because right, they well, do say that. They say 17 After Earth. There you go. So it's Titan AE, Titan After Earth. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Next time. Cool. So should we look up some yeah, the stuff? stuff. <laughs> and we're back. Woo! All right, what did you want to say? I want to say that apparently this movie was originally intended to be live action. Yeah. I heard about that. Isn't that weird? Honestly, probably would have worked better. Probably would have worked better, to be honest. But it had a really crazy development where they spent like $30 million in early development trying to figure it out. And then they're like, let's just just give it to Fox Animation Studios Mm. at the time, which um, basically they were told you have to work on this or else you will be fired and laid off all the animation staff. Honestly, animation makes it look like that. Yeah. 
And it turns out they got fired anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, obviously. That's how it always works out. They got fired anyway yeah. before it got finished. Fuck you! Yeah, so uh, that, a dude. lot of it was outsourced to Blue Sky Studios. Which wound up doing Ice Age, and which uh, movies. also had John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, uh, speaking of pre-development, how mm. many people do you think wrote this movie? Oh, seven. Ooh, actually, it's less than that. It is five. Wow. Three for screenplay, two for story. But one of the screenwriters is Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I could see that. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, interesting. Some people compared this to um, a darker film, such as like a Japanese anime, which I could kind of see. I guess. I see that in some parts. I, bet, I guess I can see it a little bit as like a... And this is right when Cowboy Bebop like, yeah. came out. I'm like, oh, I could kind of see it where it's a little bit... But just not... Edger- no. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> Japanese uh, enemy is great. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I looked up goofs for this movie. One oh. of them, it's under factual errors. The laws of physics take a bit of a pounding throughout. <laughs> that's the all. That's all of it. That's it. <laughs> that's all it says. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it's funny because but it's it, a fucking movie. It's yeah. A fucking what? It's also crazy that fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Get off of IMDb. Also, um, they had no experience like the no experience using science fiction genre like Bluth and Goldman. I like, mean, they yeah, didn't, that's they didn't true. Have any experience, which. Probably led to some inconsistencies like that, which is fine. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's fine. I mean, you can. I think it's exciting to take yeah, someone who doesn't have a background I in agree. these kinds of films and like give them an opportunity. It, uh, didn't work, but you know, no, it didn't. At, work. Least, they, at least they tried. Uh, for a preview screening on July 6, two thousand, in Atlanta, this movie was transmitted in digital form from the studio across the internet to the digital projector at the theater. It never once touched film and was the first major Hollywood film to be publicly viewed or previewed this way. Huh. Which is like, if I was told that while screening, during the screening, I'd be like, oh, that's probably why the quality shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's probably why I'm seeing some weird... Looks terrible. Yeah, film look to it. It's very interesting. Yeah. It explains why there really hasn't been... Yeah, as of 2019, the film has yet to be released on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So that explains why the HD quality probably is bad on YouTube. Yeah, that must be it. Um, um, that did win a Golden Reel Award for Best Sound Editing and was nominated for Special Effects and um, s- um, Music Animations. For its time. I Honestly, I think the sound was probably was great. I, I thought, thought the sound I was thought, good. I thought it really, that was one thing I, that actually stood out to me, which is, you know, rare. Well, wow. <laughs> rare. Uh, it's a sound that was not the bad music. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my ears are just thankful. So I've got the soundtrack up. Here are some of the people that performed music for this movie. We've got Lit. That's a great name now. Bliss. Mm. Power Man 5000. Oh, yeah. That sounds all right. The Urge. I remember that one. Electricity. Splashdown. These are all people that perform music. Texas. um, Fun Loving Criminals. (laughs) (laughs) I like that name. Uh, uh, Wailing Souls. Okay. Uh, L- Lucius Jackson. So these are all the names of people that have performed music for this. Uh, quite a few of them uh, probably are no longer relevant. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Apparently there's a video game that actually had a playable view uh, build at 2000 E3. Oh. Uh, but they canceled it because the, the movie did so poorly. Well, that's probably a good move. Actually, Apparently the credits mention a video game for sale, and I guess... <laughs> Dang. That's pretty hysterical. Oh, that sucks. I wonder if there's like a build laying around somewhere. That I bet you could probably kinda, get your hands on that. I don't know. They usually destroy things in the video game industry. That's there's no, true. no preservation. What is this, industry. PT? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the budget was 75 to 90 million. No one knows exactly. And the box office only made 36 million. Jesus. So that is a huge flop. That sucks. That's humongous. But you know what? It's I don't a- want to say it deserves it, but I also understand why. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, even if you were. Because that's the thing is, like, if you're a fan of sci fi. It's not gonna be great, that great. If you're a fan of animation, it's not gonna be that great. Yeah, like, it doesn't really appeal to anyone. Who's just it gonna kind appeal of lost, to? Lost. I remember thinking it was really cool as a kid. Like I was like, that oh, concept sounds neat. I want to see that movie, mm-hmm. and I never did. Yeah, yeah. I think probably the same thing. And I think if I had seen it as a, as a kid in the 2000s, I probably would have been like, wow, this is really great effects, but too too bloody and scary for me. I know. Probably. Yeah. Oh my god, cartoons bleeding. Yeah. Insane. They just don't do that much anymore. Do they? Wasn't the last time you saw a cartoon bleed? Not in your hentai you watch. We uh, probably shouldn't answer that question. Yeah, it's not <laughs> let's, let's, let's get off the subject real quick. I feel uncomfortable, Mike. Bring up things I don't want to talk about on the podcast. Guys, should we watch a hentai movie for this podcast? No. <laughs> email us at email the other podcast.com and let us know. What if there is like a famous hentai movie? Like, what is that? That pirate's porn movie or whatever? Yeah, or, I tried watching that, but it's just <laughs> porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a plot. Is there like a PG-13 cut that they actually made? 
Is there? I thought there was. Oh, God, that'd be so funny. You know what? I wonder how many people pirated that movie. I, hey, everyone probably. Everyone did. Nobody we, wants to buy that movie. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube. Let us know that we should watch that pirate movie for the podcast. Oh uh, and if you want to listen to previous episodes, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Spotify. And while there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is some like really weird background lore uh, that is all uh, sci-fi and seems pretty promising, but in the end is pretty disappointing. Uh, well, we do have a review. Oh, we do? We do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, this surprise. is a, this is a surprise and to you me. You know what? It's a very nice review, unlike the one you just mentioned. <laughs> it is by Abhi. Abhi. 5642 from India. Oh, okay. It says, great podcast. Aw, And uh, both, the hosts are, both the hosts are great, and the concept of one guy watching one half of the movie really sets this podcast apart from other movie podcasts. Aww. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. I was hoping. That was I was like hoping him, you're yeah. not going to listen to another podcast. And go, hey, that's just the same premise. That's just the same shit. People talk about movies, boring. <laughs> so we decided to swap it up. But yeah, yeah thanks for thanks for the review. Five stars. Yeah, thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate it. That's always that. That was a surprise to me. I didn't know you had a review. I didn't know if you read it, and I was like, I'm I hadn't read tell. it yet. I'm not going to tell. That's a nice surprise. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, if yeah, if you guys want your review read out like that, just leave one, and we'll read it for you guys. Um. But yeah, so that's Titan AE. That's a that's an early two thousands animated movie. Yep, and it was pretty disappointing. <laughs> like the early two thousands. Like the early two. Th- this was this movie is older than nine eleven. Good night, everybody. <laughs>